www.freshlybaked.com. Freshlybaked.com. Old habits die fucking hard. Today I'm here <laughs> with my friends. My name is Joey D, by the way. Um, this is what happens on a Saturday when you get a few dabs in you, a little bit of whiskey. Um, but I'm here with my good friends, starting off with... Shanna Bonanna. You got B Frank here, your pro tip for the day. You're visiting a website, say it's, uh, you know, kotaku.com or something, and they want to, you know, force you to turn off your ad blocker. Give them the middle finger, copy that link, go incognito. You're welcome. Great advice. And I'm BK. What's up, everybody? My pro tip of the day is use code FRESHFOREVER, 15% off at freshlybased.com. That's right, 15% off, Fresh Forever. That's the number four, freshlybased.com. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about what's news. Today's news is Elon Musk buys Twitter. And then we're going to take a little... 420 speculation preparation to talk about the current federal legalization bill, the CAOA, good or bad. And then we'll get down the rabbit hole at the Denver airport. What the fuck is up with that place? Uh, stay tuned. Uh, so, guys, welcome. I don't think I have to stay tuned for anything because there's no fucking commercials on podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Except you just did the commercial. I just did we just, commercial. just had one. That was pretty sweet. We should have a commercial after the commercial. Let's talk about your health. <laughs> First, uh, um, brought to you by our sponsor, Pfizer. 16 no, meals kidding. free from HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> brought to you by Rage Shadow Legends. Uh, <laughs> Dungeon Siege, on sale now, 1999. <laughs> Turning your data into RPG adventures. All right. So, so that Elon Musk. Oh, God. He's he, a musky he's guy. He's so musky, bro. So Elongate muskrat. Is he Lex Luthor or is he Bruce Wayne? Oh, well, so is he an insane way. billionaire or is he an insane billionaire? Well, oh. that's what I'm saying. But is he like, is he chaotic good or chaotic evil? Well, I don't think he has any martial arts skills. So yeah, he's probably not he bad. He is man. an yeah. enigma wrapped inside a mystery dipped in confusion. I was going to say Ooh. dipped in uh, caramel sauce, but okay, Ooh. whatever you, whatever you say. Well, Muscown's tasty. <laughs> well, he did have a relationship. He had a relationship with Amber Heard, so maybe that caramel was something else. Did he really? Ah. <laughs> Considering what she likes to do in bed. No, 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 no. <laughs> what are these smelly brown caramels everywhere? I always knew she was a brown better. No, no. <laughs> isn't that a isn't that a Pearl Jam song? Yellow brown better. Oh, brown. <laughs> what can brown do? Brown better. Uh, uh, but what do you guys so think about Elon Musk? He, I mean, well, it's not really he bought Twitter. Him and a bunch of rich friends bought Twitter. Yeah, and some of the, the people that he's engrossed with in this project, like you have like a Saudi Arabian prince. I think his name was like Alawid bin Talal bin, uh, been somewhere before. Where he's up to no good. Prince Al, prince Al bin Laundry bin. <laughs> not going to work here anymore. <laughs> as long as he's not Prince Albert, but... You know, you have Prince Alawali Hidi Hidi Bin Talahidi Hidi Bidi, and then you have like a Qatari Holdings Company. You have another company that's tied to the Chinese Communist mm -hmm. Party. Um, you know, and Elon even said like, prepare for ten percent of free speech to be banned on both sides to the extremes, and it's like, wow. I even feel like extreme views. He's already putting a number on it. Yeah, he said like 10% of the extreme left and the extreme right are going to be disappointed with the new Twitter. And it's like one of those things where it's like, I as much as I think like as like a Nazi is a piece of shit, 
if that's what you want to express, as long as you don't like start like acting upon your mm-hmm. Nazism, I'm I'm cool with you. If you want to sit there and be like, bro, white pride, like whatever, dude. But like, as long as you're not like exterminating fucking people. Yeah. Speech police is 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 and the same way. I think like, like know, people who want like like extreme liberals who want communism. It's like I think communism is disgusting. It's it's you know killed millions upon millions of people, but. You know, if if that's the rhetoric that you want to talk about, and that's like, this is that's markets. Li- the ideas live and die because of public discourse, and bad ones eventually get sussed out and you know get mm-hmm. discarded. So it's like the fact that and uh, like you go ahead. It's just like the fact that people are afraid to even have the conversation or let people talk about certain things mm-hmm. shows you that there's really something sinister at play. Like well. There, there's the, there's that side of things too, where it's like, I think it's that section 240 and I could, I could be very mistaken. I hope the commenters let me know if, if we get any, <laughs> um, I think it's 230, 230, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Section 230, the one that's like, you can be held responsible for what happens on your platform or what gets talked about. And that's kind of, that's kind of a scary thing. Well, it's interesting, yeah. you know, just to go yeah, back to the 10%. Like, like, you know, the, you, you, you're a platform where it's like people use it freely and it's like they discuss their ideas willingly, but then you can get held accountable for it. Like, right. not you as a person. Like, if you act on your stuff, yeah, you're gonna get held accountable for whatever your actions are. Usually, but if you're a platform. It's like, are you responsible for that type of thing? Does Elon Musk want to take on that risk? You know, it's one of those things where are you a publisher when you're starting to edit and remove posts and stuff? You're publishing. You're a publisher. You know, because a forum like, yeah. is every, like, and it's like one of those things, like, even on, like, the Donald, like, you know, Patriots.win, they ban people. <clears throat> and it's like, while moderation in certain settings, I think, is a good thing, on, like, an online forum where you're posting, you know, fucking memes with guns and titties and, and pepes and all sorts of crazy shit, like, mm-hmm. if someone has an extreme view or someone from the left comes on there and they want to have like an argument like why are you banning them like well yeah how, i mean yeah, it's, how are you going to say you're about it and then not not live that it's, step it's, yeah it's quelling the the any sort of conversation <laughs> or thought before it even can occur well it's and, thought police yeah, well, yeah speech it, police is thought police it's, it's it's attacking at the root but it's like you see it on you know like joey said you can see it on like a site like the the, the donald even where it's like there uh, there is a lot of unity and a lot of unified messages on there they, then they go and ban certain people. They ban, you know, like they they ban a lot of people. Yeah, the mods will. Because uh, it's their it's own just discussion. weird. Like the, even the idea, of, you know, it's kind of funny because like I feel like Elon Musk is like the ultimate mod. He's the billionaire mod now. Like mega mod. Yeah, mega he's mod. mega mod, dude. <laughs> I need to get a Photoshop of like Mega Mind, but it's That's Elon the next Musk. Shirt. There's Ultra Mag, and now there's Mega Mod. Mega Mod, like um. Because it's like the idea of mods even is weird, you know? It's like, who the hell is a mod? Well, it's, they, some, it's an anonymous person on the site that's meant to be a, a moderator. I, they ultimately but get to choose, right? Like, there, yeah, it's You got the Twitch mods, discretion. you got the Reddit mods, you know? I didn't graduate middle school to be told <laughs> by some pimply-faced 22-year-old yeah. what I could fucking say online. You know, you, you remember that interview with the, uh, the person from that Reddit anti-work? They went on, I think it was Fox, or, or one of those stations, and... He was talking, he or she, I forgot what it was, but they were talking and it's like, well, I'm so mad. It's like, well, who are you? 
you're a 31 year old dog walker, which I have no problem with honest work. I mean, fuck, if you're making money, you're making money, but you're not exactly like an incredible person who should have the power over a forum of 1.5 million users. That's spreading a very, you know, potent, not potent, very polarizing message. Right. So, I mean, here's the point though, right? Anybody that uses Twitter, right? Yeah. You, everybody had to sign in TOS, right? Right. Who, who read that, you know? Oh yeah. So there's <laughs> gotta be somewhere has. in there where it says they, they reserve the right to moderate anything well, how they want to. They didn't ask to be the town square. It evolved into it. Right. Well, they, I mean, they, they sort of the did right when to. they made a public platform that, <laughs> I mean, you only have, it's weird. Cause it's like, even you think about Twitter, it's like you have a certain amount of characters you can even write. So like, you can't even express a whole thought. Well, there's twit longer. It takes me like right? three sentences to form something coherent. Well, think about it from from like uh, uh, the, MK Ultra. It's like a whole soundbite website. Think about it from like an MK Ultra, like um, mentally shepherding the population standpoint. As part of the dumbing down of society, which we've seen, you know, start sharply in the '60s and it continues to this day. As as the populace gets dumbed down, you have a bunch of highly emotional people that are easily swayed by clever one or two sentence you know, statements mm -hmm. and Twitter makes it really easy to make an argument in two sentences that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds great. But it's like when you actually like extrapolate that or, or like examine <laughs> it and, and take it into long form, it's like there's a lot of holes in your very pretty profound statement. Yeah. So when, I think like, you know, when, when there was like... And the responses can only be limited to the character limit too. Exactly. So it's like it 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 just allows you to get these these broad concepts out there, but there's really no room. So it's um, it's like but, it was it was a good call out about the sound bits, right? There's small chunks, right? Mm -hmm. And and kind of just to put a bow on that is you know I, I was watching Asmund Gold one day and he said it very well. He's like he's talking to his chat and he said, "Look, none of you are gonna write some well you know conceived paragraph." And convince everybody else in chat that oh yeah you know that's that's a good idea you know same thing on twitter you're not going to write in 180 or 240 or whatever the hell it is now and convince all of your followers yeah. and all the people are going to retweet it that your idea is is great right you know it's it's just, just not it's just not going to happen so so like what do we think what do, you, what do you think elon's really going for then my my favorite theory is just a simple one it's that there's a there was a news story about this it's like a teenager who made a, a website that tracks Elon Musk's plane. And Elon tried to pay him $5,000 to take the site down, and, and he wouldn't. He didn't take the money. He was like, sorry. <laughs> and now Elon Musk bought all of Twitter <laughs> just to get rid of this guy's account in the site. That's his, that, <laughs> that was his goal? I to mean, take that's, down that could site. be one of them. If you're a child um, trafficker for pedophile elites, that might be something you'd not want tracked. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to some strange places you don't want people to know about. Oh, that's the same argument that people tried to make with the whole Patriot Act, right? Like, oh, well, if you're you, not hiding the anything, then you'll let us well, survey not, your not, house. I, I don't mean, mean it in that on. way. I don't think, Elon, not necessarily that he's hiding something. But I do understand that he would want some privacy if I was traveling. I wouldn't want everyone to know where I am at all times necessarily. But just to get away or something, he's a very media present person. He's very on line all the time. Like, he, it's kind of funny to look at this. And it's like, if you were in like, I don't know, let's go back to the medieval ages, for example. It's like, 
Elon Musk is like a fucking nobility level king person up here at the tippy top, and he's taking time to like say things back to like the peasants. He's taking a lot more time to interact with but people than but, any but, other. But he's now going to also own seen. one of the largest sources of personal information in the world. So he has, we, we he's keep, able to access other people's privacy. We keep saying him as he's a single entity, right? It's still a company, right? There but is doesn't he still plan to be the head of the directors. company? So he plans to be CEO for a short time. Okay. Correct. Um, but he has somebody in mind for CEO for like a long-term vision of, he's of got, what the company is He's got a lot of stuff going like. on. But, you know, that's a, it's an interesting theory. Well, all flights are trackable. That's the other thing. You can track almost any flight. It's public information. That's why I was going to say, like, the Patriot Act thing is very invasive. Um, the plane thing is a little bit different because, like, they even track Air Force One. And you can just go online yep. and look at it. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where the circle he runs with is what scares me. Um, he has ties with, like, Grimes, his ex-wife, and Travis Scott, Kanye, the Kardashians, and, and these, he has, go ahead. these people are all like tied into like the golden dawn and the OTL, like the Aleister Crowley mystery religion right. shit that Hollywood's into. And if you listen to Mel Gibson or Jim Caviezel or um, even like Macaulay Culkin had talked about it, you know, briefly and then kind of rescinded it because he, uh, I think was afraid for Threats. his reputation, but you know, they, they claim that people in Hollywood, you know, deal in baby's blood. And it's like a currency, and it's also kind of like a vampire thing. And it's kind of funny how these guys said that, and then you have Machine Gun Kelly's girl, Megan Fox, talking about how they ritualistically drink each other's, drink blood. Each other's blood. So it makes me wonder, like, at the tip top, like, I've always said, like, if you have too much money, you probably got to figure out some new things to do. And, you know, I'm sure drinking people's blood is probably something that most <laughs> lay people do. You think about like, the weird... Don't do. <laughs> so You think about the weird shit that people with no money are into. And then you think about the weird shit that people with money to get anything they want get into. I feel like that's a bit... That's like... It just makes me wonder with like Elon with like the, the South Africa tie and his mom is like kind of creepy. They he say like, his dad owned an emerald mine. At the Met Gala, he was like, first of all, like he mm, pretends like Met he's Gala. better than all these people. The Met Gala is like an Illuminati fucking prom. It's a circle jerk. And uh, in the back of his jacket said New World Order in Latin. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's something about Elon that it's like, you know, Trump even said it like you could run as a Republican and say some rah rah sis boom ba shit. He said this back in the 80s. And Republicans would just get behind it and vote for you because you said the shit they wanted to hear. So part of me wonders if this isn't like the deep state going, man, we're losing them on COVID. We're losing them on the election. We're losing them on this and that. Um, what if we have this guy pretend like he's their friend? He takes Twitter. Now it's not public, so people can't see the shit we're doing. Now it's behind closed doors again. And because Twitter was started as like a CIA project with Jack Dorsey and some other people part of the PayPal mafia, which Elon was part of too. Yeah, he started um, PayPal. So, you know, there's there's a co founded. There's a lot of creepy shit with with Elon Musk and the company he keeps and his shit with AI. So it's like I mean, I'd, I like to be cautiously optimistic about it. I mean, you, you bring up some some decent points where, you know, it's it's prime time where he's showcasing this. However, he is one of the best trolls on on social media as well. So that could be, you know, tongue in cheek, right? You know, I'm going to wear my jacket, you know, with, with NW on it and shit like that. And, and that's kind of like, you know, fuck off to the people that he's now going to go fuck. 
Um, or, or well, that's the thing is like, or, or it could be subliminal messaging. Or it yeah, be no, I us see both like, sides. Like you know, so dumb Johnny fucking Mountain Dew can, you know, yeah. fucking is like fuck Nodo Aurum Seclorum. I don't know what's that. Good old Johnny Mountain. You Dew know what's can. funny is what you just said is that's the nickname for my penis. Oh, that's very. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Where's that rim shot button? Wing. <laughs> All right, we got the rim shot. There. <laughs> yeah, let's go. So yeah, um, baby. I tend to derail conversations. Please continue. No, no, it's all like that's that's what <laughs> this is all about. It's about extrapolating from the news what is going on and then us just destroying it because we're crazy people. He's, Wasn't that jacket that he wore to the Met Gala? Was it white on white? Yeah, like a white rabbit. Follow me. It, that's the thing. The is white like, horse of death. There's so much symbolism. Uh, symbolism that it's like. You see it everywhere. But so. white's also the color of purity and and snow and cleanliness. There's so many mixed signals right now that it's like like Dr. Oz and Trump. Like Dr. Oz is like ah. votes in Turkish elections. He was Turkish military. He's um, affiliated with Abramovich. I just, saw, I just saw a clip of him saying that they were legally selling babies, though, on the Internet. Yep. That was from the there was a thing yesterday uh, of some sort of rally. And Trump was, you know, and. I get that, like, wielding political power and having more Republicans in the Senate's a good thing because mm-hmm. um, McCormick was killing all the other candidates and stuff, and until Oz got that bump, that endorsement from Trump, uh, that's when things started kind of, like, turning around for him. Old Wizard of Oz. But, um, you know, he's talked about wanting to take away people's guns. Like, Oz is, like, a kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he's crazy. And uh, Trump's back, so it's like... Maybe he'll get taken off Twitter. It makes me wonder if, like... Well, maybe at, this at is all not, like- not his last rally, but I think the rally before that, he very slyly uh, mentioned right after he mentioned his endorsement for Oz, and he didn't get much feedback from the crowd at all. A couple of who's, a couple of ha's, and then he voice. he just slyly mentioned a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons to endorse someone. And then just moved right past it. So that's also something else. Well, he said he was a warrior, and he said a bunch of other things. Like um, <laughs> he gave a lot of bad medical advice on TV. You know, and and Oz was like saying, like, you know, we need to fire Fauci. Like he's friends with he Oprah. He's saying all the right things in the beginning, like the first time he put out that, like, oh, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Rally. Okay, that was one of the first things that he said when. Uh, yeah, I think you were at work when that rally his, was on. Yeah. So yeah, no, that rally, like he he. Oz did two speeches at that. He did one earlier in the day, and then when Trump was up there, he had him come up. Ah. And Oz was going, like, ape shit about, you know, like, firing Fauci. But his track record of his stances, and look, it's one of those things where I understand on, like, the Donald or Great Awakening and on, on Instagram and stuff, like, Gab, there's there's people who they they put everyone through a purity test. And it's like, if you would have talked to some of the people at this table 10 years ago, um, their stances on abortion, guns, that things would be so different. Um, it's like the past five to six years has really red pill. Like Obama's last term and Trump's term and society as a whole, I think has red pilled a bunch of people into understanding how important the First Amendment the Second Amendment is um, the sanctity of life, you know, 
Um, Watching China get fucking COVID lockdown. Yeah. Well, it's because the left isn't just left anymore. It's off the fucking map. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the left has been so far moved left to say left is is you're an extremist now. Right. So people who are just like, yeah, you know, I'm I vote dem I vote Democrat. I'm you know I'm leaning left. They have to be careful. Elon, Elon Musk posted a tweet about that. Yes, the other he did. Day. His own graph. Funny enough, right? His own exactly. You know, the other thing about Tesla, and it says Tesla, not Elon Musk, but in the articles that I've read, Tesla is forking the bill for... Well, him selling his shares that he has over the past six months is footing the bill because the stock has split twice already. Do you know what I'm talking about? Footing the bill for abortions? Twitter. No. Oh, no, I thought we were still talking about buying Twitter. Right, so where I was going with that is the... The, I, again, the articles that I've read said Tesla will be putting up the money for housing, room and board, and travel if a employee has to leave the state for an abortion. $4,000. Up to $4,000? Correct. $4,000 if you need to leave the state, if your state does not do abortions, to go get one. So but who's, it, you know, you, whose call is that? It's strange. Well, think about it from a libertarian HR perspective, probably. right? So I, I look at things from a libertarian perspective a lot of the times because that's how I feel. Like, I think abortion's wrong myself. That's my personal belief. But I also believe that that's something that someone has to kind of, like, figure out with their family and their doctor and whatever. Like, I, I feel like the libertarian point of view is it's not the government's business. It's it's up to people to to find their morality and 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 to, well, it's the government's business if go, the government is funding these right. facilities the, for the you point. to use, and, and the government and, shouldn't be. So, like, you know, the companies. So, like, I'm sure Tesla gives maternity and paternity leave and pay, right? Even so, for adoption, probably too. A lot of companies do that. Yep. So that's why I'm thinking, like, from a libertarian point of view, if someone that works for your company and you want to treat your company well, and they're a person who believes in abortion and they're in a state where they can't, that's something that would be attractive to someone. Like, look, I've worked with liberals that were actually good workers. When people say liberals don't make, like, there's some that are good, talented people. Like, um, as far as work goes, maybe they're misguided with their their views of things like abortion and stuff like that, you know, and in, in my opinion, because, you know, I come from a different perspective, but, you know, like, you know. Well, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance. Like, tons like yeah like, tons like you can be a hard worker but then you have some weird belief that it's like well i don't i shouldn't have to work hard well it's like that's that doesn't make sense like no. how can you have both ideas in the same brain no it doesn't make sense i mean i, I know we're we're spinning off and and i like spinning off i mean we're these are important things right i mean it's we got to give it back to the states though right there's no federal decision regarding abortion that it's just strange I, I, that, that blood may be a currency al- upon the elites and this sudden move with one of the biggest elites, one, you know, one of the Elon Musk is one of the most. So we're drawing a circle but amongst abortion, legally selling babies, elites drinking blood. That's our, that's our triangle of death. I find it strange that Elon bought Twitter at the same time that, that, Tesla decides to put the bill for Well, that's why I think like there's a lot of conservatives that are confusing Elon for a conservative when he's really like an anarchist. And like think about it, he's an anarcho-capitalist. I can see that. Which is like a libertarian without walls. Yeah. Like 
and it's it's true freedom and that's one of the things that i think conservatives miss the boat on mm-hmm. is you want this conservative world but then you become the left because then you want to censor what you don't like you want to outlaw all the things that you don't like it's like it's we we did such a great job of of making shit terrible for for the left that they've become you become who you despise fucking like crazy fat like it's it's one of those things where i think the whole right left paradigm and the whole two-party system you know that the the federal government has become like you know it's that's that's really the poison is that we don't look for what makes sense as far as freedom and what's like the best overall idea for everyone and that's why like i think the federal government's just goofy as it is because like every like if you go to kansas you could tell them like it's a different country than south florida you know that goes back to states states rights the 10th amendment so like we need to go back to to where the states really like treat their place like it is their own country because every state's going to have a different culture ratio like florida is not all red like when people think oh i'm going to move to florida because florida's red don't come to palm beach broward or miami because you or or saint augustine like jacksonville tallahassee's pretty blue orlando's fucking crazy like the thing is is like well they think south and then they think that's conservative it's like well they also see big dick desantis fucking you know throwing down like he's the best you know conservative governor ever Mm -hmm. in the history of the united states like he's uh, such a savage but you know it's it's one of those things where if states Mm -hmm. could you know it'd be honestly great if there was a fucking like states that were like red states that were blue and then people can like live out what they think is the right way to live i think we'd learn a lot from that honestly as a people like when you think about twitter and you think about like like the reddit and then the patriots forum and stuff like that you've you've built all these silos so you've already segregated people online yeah what it would be great it would be such a great american experiment to to segregate people based on their political beliefs and have a full blue state with all the blue laws and full red states with all the red laws and then you'd see that people are miserable in both yeah i mean and then you'd find that the middle ground is and that's why libertarianism appeals so much to me because it's like it shouldn't be the government's business except for fucking like you know solving murders thefts like actual crime like like things that are a matter of like your opinion or your like personal morals that's between you and, and God or whatever the fuck you believe in your doctor. Like, yeah, it's an interesting experiment, you know, but you'd be splitting up families right, if you wanted to, <laughs> to actually do that. But, but could you imagine, could you imagine what it would be like? It, like, cause you know, they say, be careful what you w- wish for. Like there, there comes a point I think where when you get everything you want and there's no, there's no opposition. Like when you play a video game on God mode, it's really boring. Mm-hmm. And you just like you're like ah i'm just kind of like you know it it loses any challenge or like nothing challenges your beliefs nothing and you might even find that some of the things that you used to believe now you don't believe as time goes on and you grow and mature so it's like you know i really think we take for granted the middle ground and to me the middle ground is like if it's a matter of the bedroom it's none of my business you know some basic uh like decorum around children and saying hey straight gay trans whatever let's not talk about sex around kids 
Let's like let's keep that for doctors and families and stuff to do. And you don't need to be doing it with you know kids in first grade. You know, I never I mean, understood not... why they talked about it in school at all. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I mean, my, my, sex ed- my sex education was uh, my my eighth grade science teacher who was the coolest guy ever. He was like, I'm not going to really teach you guys about like sex. I'm going to show you like what happens when you don't get like when you get like a sexual like disease. A venereal. Disease. And he showed us like. An insane syphilis patient, right? And then he showed us like scared everybody fucking a like a like a pox covered person, and it's like you don't want these things, right? And we're like, no. no. He's like, then be smart. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and that was about it. And that was in eighth grade. That was yeah. Well, he he, he was one of the teachers that actually like treated people with respect. Like, but kids they didn't have respect. a class. They didn't have a class where they where they assembled all the children and taught them. Okay, so for the next hour, we're going to learn sex education. They threw on a video that was like, yeah, I mean, te- it was like reading a medical textbook to so us. Everybody in the school was watching the same thing. But it, didn't, had it, didn't, the- it wasn't like sex. It wasn't even like, I wouldn't even call it like sex education. It was like. It was like disease education. It was like, these are human bodies and these are what these fu- organs do. And that's about it. I mean, I didn't in like grade, it, as like, uh, it wasn't like, here's two people fucking or anything like right. that. In eighth grade, had, it was a police 14. officer. It was a police officer, actually. He was like okay. a he was like a police officer. They had like a thing where they came to the school. Yeah, what you're that, saying. that was the weirder part to me. Like, why'd they send the police officer to do this? But he really just put on a video. Like I said, it was like a medical textbook. You mean McGruff, the crime dog, didn't also <laughs> teach you about <laughs> same sex? He right? taught us about <laughs> the furries. <laughs> he t- oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He came in and was like, We're gonna show, here's the furry section. We're like, no. Well, Smokey the Bear. Bringing it back to Twitter, that's something you can definitely find on Twitter. Oh, I hope he bans the furries. Well, <laughs> like, I had sex education in the fifth grade. How old are you in the fifth grade? 11. 11. A little young. Traumatizing. Uh, separated the boys and the girls. Boys went into another classroom. Girls uh, went into another classroom. Lights were dimmed. Dimmed, turned off. And then the, uh, the almighty TV cart came rolling in. And uh, they proceeded to show us uh, doctor porn, I like to call it. Baseline starts playing. <laughs> um, disgusting still clips of venereal today, diseases. Madam? Of course, we were girls, so they showed us the lady parts. And then they proceeded to teach us at 11 years old in the fifth grade how to put on a condom properly. That, that, see, that's a weird one. Um, it's not like terrible knowledge, but at 11, it's weird. Again, and it's teachers. It's not like a nurse came in. It's not like the school nurse came in. Was, and it, it was, was that a video or was it like a banana and like a condom? Yeah, no, in, in live uh, uh Technicolor. I feel like your sex education Ford, teacher 4D. was mixed. There was, was no sex education teacher. It was just a group of teachers. It was a group of teachers, all different teachers, fifth grade. I'm seeing like Mr. Garrison, Miss Chokes on Dick and all the stuff. All right, class. She's class. <laughs> all right now, kids, uh, here's how the sex works. <laughs> Mr. Slice. <laughs> oh, uh, Shout season out nine, episode one. Go ahead and... Uh, Give that a re-look-see and, uh, and compare it to current events. Have like, they, blow uh, your mind. Has South Park ever done like a Twitter episode? I think they have or something. They did uh, episodes they did, about like social did, media yeah. and TikTok they, trends they, and stuff. They did the ads and then they did... Um, oh, they, sponsored content. That's they a did great the one. Mac, you didn't read your terms mm. of service. Oh, the human oh, senti yeah. pads. Oh, the human senti pads. Classic, classic, classic. So, yeah, I never understood why they brought that up. It's not a subject at home. I like the idea of family and doctor i think that's appropriate 
the way that I learned about sex was oh. my, my old Italian grandpa goes, the squiggly channel. You come here. And I went up to him in the kitchen and I was about like nine years old. Kids earmuffs. He takes out a bagel mm-hmm. and he takes out a hot dog and he takes out, um, what are those like small chickens? They're like a, uh, a Cornish hen. Cornish, Cornish hen. hen. <laughs> and yeah. he goes, he goes, okay, so first you have it a sausage. She have it a whole. Sausage in the hole, you make it a cream. And then he took the Cornish game and, and shoved it through and broke the bagel. And he goes, and then you make it a baby. Okay. Sex education. From that point on, they, my parents house. found out about that and they, they took sex head away, away from grandpa. And It's got to be confusing. Why would you give birth to a chicken? The whole thing was really <laughs> odd. Especially because the man turned out not to be my grandpa. He was just some dude that was like roaming the street Come in front here. of my house. Joey goes to and school where the did he get the Cornish game hen? I'm Joey just goes, curious. Joey goes to school the next day. Guys, guys, girls have bagels in their pants. <laughs> it spits out Cornish hens. That would scare me. <laughs> He's fucking terrifying. Nobody would have sex ever. Sounds like we got the next two subjects for our uh, next podcast. Well, I think my, we've covered five podcasts worth of material. Where the South Park, Cornish hens, um, and abortion, <laughs> and sex ed. Shmush motion. Sure. Oh, I'll, I'll I just will do a second, by the way. Sorry, I'll let you finish. Uh, go support some other cool brands like Flawzilla, Brad and Lex, Salty Cracker, Nick the Actor, Grand Ole Memes, American AF, Rise Attire, and Sportsman's Guides, because I buy all my guns from there. Hello. Uh, I have nothing affiliated with them. All, all they do is take my money. But it's, they give me guns, so it's cool. Yeah, and I got to thank Sweetwater. Sweetwater hooked us up um, with our microphones mm-hmm. and our roadcaster, which is why it doesn't sound like butt. Um, so we're super stoked about that. And their customer service is great. So if you're a musician or looking to make a podcast, um, they're great. There's a dude there named Nathan. He's a salesperson and salespeople get paid commission. So Nathan <laughs> at Sweetwater, this is me saying thank you for the bounty that we have received. Great customer service. Great, great company. Not sponsored. We just like supporting real American cool brands. Yeah, we're Shout we're brought out. to you by you know our our shirts. I um, during the conversation, I kind of scrolled through the site and showed you guys a few pages of what we got going on. And look, you go to www.freshlybased.com. Um, what's the promo code again, Brandon? That promo code is fresh. The number four ever, all one word. Get you fifteen percent off. That's fresh forever. And that's on, you know, everything site-wide. We've added a lot of new products. We have some cool shoes, water bottles, coffee mugs. So if you're not looking to drop, you know, you know, 30 some odd dollars on a shirt. If you don't wear shirts. Yeah, if you're the type of person that you're a true Florida man and there's no shirts in your future. Or Alabama man. Yeah. Um, we always, You know what? Florida man's really taking a lot of the spotlight away from Alabama. Alabama man. Alabama man. man. He's quick, he's drunk, he's active. And you know my favorite thing about Alabama man? He comes with wife-beating action. Yes, and the bowling balls. I thought I told you to shut up. <laughs> Complete with... <laughs> So I think I think we're in our uh, we're in our transition phase oh. now. So for the final bow on the uh, Twitter okay. Elon discussion, um, I want one of the things I did like right because we talked a lot of things about we were uh, you know concerned about was um, he did bring up the potential for charging you know <laughs> large media outlets, politicians, and and other people for util- using Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. You know to get the blue check mark right because we know a lot of people get the blue check and they're just you know. 
undeserving. I'm verified. So th- that was one thing, if it actually comes to fruition, I thought would be, you know, an interesting take on charging uh, the use of Twitter to some of these big, big timers. Hmm. I, like I, I said, like you don't it. spend that much money without trying to make some money. I think that we should go back to the Stone Age and have to club crabs on the beach for food. Man, Twitter. I really we, don't believe You might that. get that wish. <laughs> Twitter put carrier pigeons out of business. If, if everyone had to like just summarize, you know, where you stand Pigeon with, with the matter. Elon uh, purchase, you know, I think that's a good way to kind of like wrap a bow on it. You know, I would say that I don't trust them. I don't trust any of these people, I don't trust especially people that have that much money because you get into weird shit. I would love to be proven wrong and I'd love to right. just be proven paranoid. And that'd be great because like I hate living in paranoid fear that the people who wield the most money, influence, and power are trying to kill us and, you know, bring us into a 1984 style of, you know, indentured servitude to the machine. So, um, you know, I hope he's a good guy, but ultimately the, the company he keeps, the people that are investing in it, and the fact that he said that there's going to be about 20% of free speech that's still going to be curtailed, um, I don't get a good vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Nope. What do you think, Shanna? What's your final decision? Agreed. Uh, I mean, like I said in the beginning, he is a mystery, and I don't trust the guy. Uh, the, a guy with that much power and money, anybody with, with power and money, um, there's some weird temptations out there mm-hmm. and some, some real damage that they can do. I threw a rim shot in there just because it seems really just, glum right they're just, they're now. Just it's not glum. What are your it's thoughts? not glum. Yeah, I mean, I, we uh, get into this like I kind of said before, I mean, we're, uh, you know, we, we all got different views here. That That's what makes America great. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I like to think he puts out good vibes, right? He trolls people when they need it. You know, shout out Wendy's Twitter. They do the same thing. Um, you know, I, I do also like to think that the new, you know, when people say, quote, if Elon Musk buys Twitter, I'm deleting the app, end quote. That's the equivalent of all the people that said, if Trump ever becomes president, I'm moving to Canada. Going to Canada. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck moved to Canada and actually lived by that promise? I don't know anybody. I know people that said that. They didn't fucking move. Right. Brett Hitman Hart went back to Calgary as soon as Trump won. He set up a, a camp with the Inuits, and uh, he uh, met up with Jesse Ventura, and they talked about Hangar 13. Where they uh, keep the uh, the parts of the planes and the steel from nine eleven. Sorry, I was I channeling know. some Jesse Ventura. Yeah, I mean, I thought it sounded like vibes. Steamboat almost. There were some yeah. vibes. I'll, I'll pass it off, but we we said ten percent and we said twenty percent about free speech for Twitter. Who knows what the number is? And all I gotta say to that is, you know, eighty five percent of of people suck at math, and I'm just glad I'm in the other twenty five percent. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, final thoughts on this before we get into our 420 speculation preparation. I heard Elon Musk got a stinky old dick, and that's all I'm going to say. Are they calling Wow. Bold, 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 bold. Dropping bombs from BK Zone over there, buddy. So, Elon. Tweet that, Elon. Lord Elon, <laughs> we, we truly hope that you're a benevolent lord. We do. And from whatever lord planet you actually came from, because you're not South African. Like, look at your... The, just the shape of your head. You're definitely some sort of like Cromulon alien. He's a Graylian. Actually, sorry. definitely Borg. That Borg. Borg. Yeah. He could be Borg. A Borgman. Borg. He's a Borgman. Borg. Borg. Zuckerman's Borg. So it is time Zuckerberg. for 
Zuckerberg. Speculation preparation. So this is the part of the podcast where we partake in adult medical marijuana. And we're we're using the Stores and Bickle Crafty Plus, which is a premium vaporizer from Utenschlafen, Germany. Um, They're the home of ovens, and that's where we're going to leave that one at. (laughs) So... Uh, German-made little cannabis <laughs> ovens. Yeah. Oh, hey, nice, hey, nice hey, rim shot. Oh, that she, was great. She knew the nice. button. Very nice. Press Shut the, up. Press the blue Shut button. Up. I'm useful. Shut press up. the blue button. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna fire these up. They're filled with things. Marijuana. And we're gonna have a great time. So while we enjoy and partake, we talk about. While things we, pertaining to cannabis. So Brandon had a great topic for us to talk about. What are we talking about today, Brandon? Talking about the current federal legalization bill called the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act that was sponsored by Senator Chuck Schumer. Boo! Boo. Cory Booker. Boo. Boo! And I don't know his first name, Wyden. Boo! So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we were talking about this earlier a little bit, and it's like, it sounds cool, right? Cannabis legalization, it's the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. Operation, um, it's an operation. But what we were kind of starting to discover is that it's not really that cool. It's the government, again, inserting itself in something where it doesn't need to be. And fucking the little guys so corporate interest in the oligarchy can take over. Mm-hmm. Their their hope is that Coke and Pepsi are giving everyone their weed and yep. that they starve out the little guys. I mean, was that what, kind of like the synopsis that you saw? Yeah, that was what we were reading previously. And I know, uh, Shannon, you weren't with us earlier. She was a ghost. She was like not with us. We brought her from Oof, the spirit world. I'm not here. But um, <laughs> basically, you know, um, we were looking at this analysis from uh, – this economic guy who works for the National Cannabis Industry Association, and he was saying that essentially after you run all the numbers and do all the carry the ones and stuff, it's kind of going to fuck a lot of small business owners and uh, honestly, like a lot of small and minority-owned businesses, apparently. Um, Chuck Schumer and the Democrats love pretending they're helping yeah. minorities while they stick their dick further into their fucking funky asses. What the fuck? And, and you know, to Joey's point, the reason was that it's going to create a much larger tax burden on small businesses. You know, if you can't, if you're a small farm, now you got to raise your price. Now, you, you know, you already had slim margins as it was because you weren't trying to make money for a billion fucking shareholders. Well, that's the idea, right? <laughs> Death by taxes, right? We're going to tax you out into submission and yeah. then we're just going to buy you. Like Blackstone's going to be selling all the weeds soon because they're buying everything else. Like adding the excise, like it showed um, the price for what we believe was a quarter of weed. That's seven grams for you metrics out there. Um, <laughs> it showed that the, the the price of a quarter, like if you add the excise tax to the wholesale, you're looking at a re- eventual retail price that's about $25 higher than you were paying, like $82 to $105 comparatively for like if you were to take that price plus those taxes in the area and it's it's kind of it's messed up. That's incredible. You're saying eighty two to one hundred five. Yeah, I have I have the link in the uh, in our uh, thing if you want to check. So it's really kind of crazy that 
the Democrats had Obama's eight fucking years in office. <clears throat> they wrote executive orders and fucking bombed places without declaring a war, but couldn't federally legalize and decriminalize cannabis. And the thing that gets me is there's been a uh, an offense by the government, which is cannabis is innocuous. It's 100% innocuous. It's not anywhere near as harmful to people as cigarettes, as pharmaceuticals, alcohol, alcohol sugar, sugar. Nicotine. They call it schedule one. And it's been a schedule one drug and it's ruined the lives of so many minorities, white people, Browns is people and like everybody, like anybody that's been in trouble for cannabis. Right. Yeah. And instead of saying, wow, we've really fucked over a bunch of people for a long time. Let's just leave it alone. And again, free markets to me, like when people like feel like weird because they went to their drug dealer, it's like that drug dealer is what our forefathers intended, which was people bartering and selling goods. They, they didn't, our forefathers didn't see a giant tax matrix where you fucking are robbing from everybody. And look, if we saw clearly where our taxes are going to and saw that it was actually helping the American people, maybe people would be like stoked to pay them. But the thing is our money goes to so much other bullshit. And it's like, we were already sending billions upon billions of dollars to other countries that we have, you know, like Ukraine, like, fucking everyone's simping for ukraine it's like what was our business there why so, are we sending billions upon billions of dollars but now we're going to tax fucking mom and pop american businesses that have been fucking destroyed by a fucking fake pandemic and now we're going to tax the shit out of these cannabis companies and to so, pay for it so that way m a's can happen for the top few brands and that way the oligarchy can have control because it's hard to control five thousand small businesses it's mm -hmm. easy to control six too large it's, corporates it's just like that they, you're paid by it's like what they did with media they took all these independent channels and then put them under the umbrella of six giant corporations viacom general electric and well i'm still stuck on the fact that they didn't have excel back when uh you know they wrote the constitution because they would have thought about that then if they had a nice spreadsheet you know with all the formulas and stuff well the thing is is you know we uh <coughs> we weren't supposed to make amendments to the constitution it was that it was that's the federal law that and the bill of rights and then states have to figure out everything else what ended up happening was we started fucking amending the constitution and also now gained a lot of states a republic which is what we were supposed to be was a republic has turned into a democracy and if you notice whenever the conservatives or the libertarian like whenever something pisses off the democrats our democracy is in danger our demo we're going across the 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 borders of other countries to spread democracy democracy and it's Democracy is mob rules. So we spread democracy and then we leave billions of dollars worth of military uh, vehicles and weapons over there? Is that what you're saying we do? Exactly. Like, it's insanity. It's insanity. You know, a republic, A, keeps to itself. It doesn't get involved in conflicts that it doesn't have any fucking, you know, reason to be. And the rights of one person can't be fucked over by the rest of everybody else. Like, if you want to smoke pot on your property... You can. 
Like that's that the government's not going to tell you what you could put in your body. Now, if you're out in public and you commit a rape, a murder, steal something, damage something while you're on a drug or drunk or whatever, then you're liable for that. But you have the freedom and the autonomy in a republic to do what the fuck you want, you know, with within the bounds of the Constitution and whatever your state and local laws are. Um, but the federal government, it's like there's this war now between like Florida is a great example of the federal government says this. Well, Florida says that and then they sue each other. And it really goes to show you that it's so fragile and that the federal government doesn't work. Because to get 350 million people to live one way and be like, we're cool with living this one way, it'll never happen. And it's, I think, how the divide and conquer strategy works. You have 350 million people fighting with each other over shit that shouldn't even be the government's business to begin with. And if you strip away that, if you strip away that aspect of it, of like, wow, the government really shouldn't be involved there, that's when you realize that it's like the wizard of Oz. Like it's just all smoke and mirrors. It's all in a distraction that keeps us from like, Hey, you know, we have $33 billion to send to Ukraine and that's like payment number five. Um, why aren't we taking care of hungry kids in the U S why are school lunches fucking absolutely atrocious and not nutritious for our own children? How come our kids are fucking, you know, our education so poor that kids are learning about peepees and fucking, you know, I'm a trans poodle man that identifies as, you know, a, a rug. Yeah, like, about. You, you know what I mean? Like, like there's that, but our kids are fucking falling behind in reading math. You know, there's a large percentage of kids that are graduating high school that are functionally illiterate. And they're graduating and they're going to college and somehow flubbing through college because they went to the right protests or said, you know, had the right fucking banner on their fucking social media. Like, oh, that stands with Ukraine and everything's blue and yellow. And their professor's like, well, that's, what been, a- that's been going on for decades. That That's why there's this whole hubbub and, and rise in people rallying behind the Biden talking about, uh, you know, giving out aid for for student loans right because people have been doing that for years and that's that's a whole nother topic we we can get into in in our rabbit hole if if it's even on the agenda you know but you know the the u.s owns what 70 90 patents regarding uh cannabis and medicinal marijuana and cbd so they have a vested interest in the entire industry and the fact that they want to dip you know, they just want to jump into the tax pool in the marijuana industry. They should have their toe in it. Fine. Right. You know, you got to draw on your company. You got to do this and that. They should get paid, you know, whatever taxes need to get paid. But them pushing people out, right, supporting large company to push out the small guys. That's that's where we got to that's where we got to stand up. Well, mm-hmm. that's how taxation is theft. And it always starts as incrementalism. Uh, you know, like a lot of people don't realize that income tax was a, a temporary temporary thing. thing. Um, you know, and now look, look where we're at, look where we're at. They make it to where if you want to excel in life, you get less for it. And that's, you have to go into debt. If you want to excel in life, you have to be in debt first. It's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. The system. And the thing is like, if it's a government by we, the people, and we're all so unhappy with it, then, then, then why do you keep voting for both of these sides? That let you down all the fucking time you know because <laughs> it's like 
Do you want to stick with your shitty choice you already know is bad? Or do you want to take the mystery person you don't know who could be shittier? Or let's end the federal (laughs) government and just do states' rights, and we have a fucking standing military. And the standing military is comprised of all the National Guards. But are you going to go defend other states? Well, you would have you're, a vested. You're part of a national you, military. One hundred. All the states are one hundred percent. Think yeah. about it. So you wouldn't if want you're, the invasion coming from that side. So let's what, say, but what do you? But you would only want to protect your state, then. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Civilization. Uh, you protect your tile, and then the next tile over, you want to protect them too. So you right, know, it doesn't. Cr- so the military is just protecting you. itself. The military is protecting if it's the, the co- national. Because the thing is, if one state falls, then the next state's going to fall. If if China came to California. Right. Let's just say that they mm-hmm. hit the coast. Everyone would have to go to Oregon, <laughs> kill them. Idaho, Nevada, <laughs> New Mexico. No, I get that. Yeah, they, I get it. They would all be like, "We're next if we mm-hmm. don't help California." Mm-hmm. And what's cool is this: you could have only five states pitch in, and you have less dead kids. You have less dead kids than sending a ton of people in one From big one centralized state. army, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and. You might not have to use so many resources. Now the states can convene a convention of states and say, we all agree to send 10% of our National Guard to go fight and to go help. Because we, because what inevitably, happens, what inevitably happens inevitably if, some states are giving more than others. Well, it all depends on how they want to broker that because the states have the right. Because if it's like, let's say if a state. If you have the resources, am I going to go defend Wyoming? Canada attacks Wyoming for whatever stupid reason they would attack. Like. Would a bigger state say, well, are we going to spend our resources to go protect that part? Well, again, it's they- a fair argument, right? If you're in Oklahoma, you got a lot of surrounding states. And if one of the surrounding states is providing you more, you might be more it inclined depends. to help them. <clears throat> it depends what the dispute's over. If Canada is saying they, they just want Wyoming and they, they have some reason that Wyoming is theirs or the state of Wyoming did something to them, right? Like, then that's like kind of like Russia and Ukraine. That's kind of like their own issue. Should we give Texas back to Mexico? Fuck Texas. Texas is cool. I have no problem with Texas. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, by that logic, if, if Mexico has a claim to Texas, should they get it back? If they want to fight over it. But you were not going to, but, so Canada's going to get Wyoming, but Mexico has to be a fought? No, I'm saying if they want to fight over it. Oh, okay. Then, okay. They, then they can decide that they want to fight. Like if Canada started breaching Wyoming for whatever reason, mm-hmm. then Wyoming starts fighting. So I missed the, the fight it, in the original. It, so I thought you if, said like if, they had a legitimate you're the, claim. If you're the commander-in-chief for, for Wyoming, for mm-hmm. instance, you'd get a lay of the land and you'd be like, all right, Canada is only sending a few battalions. Their military consists of X amount of people, X amount of planes, X amount of boats, blah, 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 yep. blah. And then you could like go... You could either say we could handle this or I need help. And mm-hmm. then you can start reaching out for help. And then your pitch is this is going to come to your backyard if we don't stop it. Canada is a big country. They got a lot of people, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, like that's that's how war starts is over fucking crazy disputes over yeah. fucking rich, fucking crazy people. But the federal government, the problem with that is if the federal government was just a standing army. I'd be fine with that, but all of this, tr- the Department of Treasury and the Federal Reserve, oh, well, which is yeah. a private I mean, bank that's never been audited. I was going to say, Federal and- Reserve is not even government. It's like fucking beyond government but at fe- that point. But federal agents will come fucking nab you up and shit. Like, yeah, well, they pay, so pay it off. So it's one of those Isn't it things. Still- 
bankrolled. Part of Europe. It's yeah. a it's a part of the Corporation of London, the IRS, and um, and the uh, Federal Reserve a... Bank. They're part of the Western Central Banking Machine that's in just about every country I except just, for. I just want to say I'd love to see Canada send battleships to Wyoming. I, I, I don't <laughs> think you can. <laughs> Send battleships to Wyoming. You want. I don't think you could send battleships to a landlocked put, country. If you, put, if you put little <laughs> wheels on state. it. To a landlocked state. You can. It'll be on hilly belts. If there's a river or something, I mean, you can make anything happen. Man, that would be a bad invasion plan. <laughs> send to the Navy. They're well, they sending gotta, battleships. Oh, wait, no, we're good. Wyoming, gotta, we need your Navy. They got to take a, a page out of the book of, what was it, the Ottomans, where they... They cut down trees in the forest and they made them into logs and they earlier, rolled over Forest. boats. They rolled their boats, boats over, over land, land to go around. To go the, yeah, around the. Uh, uh, there's a blank screen on my computer. You're not going to find any information. Not going to find much there. It's like this the is what I'm of reading off of. My show notes is a blank that's, screen. That's it's a the black screen. Of my head. Um, yeah, that's my uh, that's my two so cents to derail the conversation again. Mixing their fingers, their dirty little grubby fingers, into. To criminalize it and leave it alone and let the states only levy a tax on it. Long the federal government short. should have nothing to do with fucking cannabis except making it legal and expunging every single person who's been in trouble Expunge. for it. You fucking pieces of shit. Chuck Schumer, you're a fucking demon that wears a fucking shit. suit. Um, if you caught on fire in front of me, I fucking wouldn't even piss to put you out. I fucking, wouldn't be surprised if he did. He's a terrible fucking person. Terrible. Um, the fact that they champion for minorities, but then knowingly put together legislation to Against. fuck them over yeah. is disgusting. And cannabis represents, you know, one of the, the few markets where a, there's still like an authentic retail experience and where, you know, entrepreneurs of all different walks of life are, are getting a chance to like some people are coming from way different backgrounds mm -hmm. into the cannabis game and they're doing something completely new and different and it's exciting and the government's gonna get its fingers involved and take it away so well all the democrats push for those no. push for those those crime bills and those harder more police presence and patrol in the street pushing for the super predators and all they did was kind of just arrest a lot of Poorer people for having oh, drugs. But, but wait, they have a black square as their avatar profile. Oh, but wait. That means they, they, but wait, the police, they're 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 the police kneeled with yeah. the protesters. <laughs> well, how can you include in your Twitter avatar pick a rainbow flag, a black square, a blue square, and apparently now the Ukrainian flag, so you know you just support everybody except yourself? Just make it a white blank picture. It's all the colors. Oh, that's, that's white racist. power. You can't say that. That's racist. Damn. That's, you can't do that. My profile picture is White Power Ranger. <laughs> go, go, Power Ranger. <laughs> I'm just Dude, kidding. It's just a joke. I just saw Very much not. a group of the clan with the White Power Ranger, like, just kind of hidden in there. Like, where's Waldo? Just chilling. I mean, say what you will about, White you know. White Power Ranger. You know, say what you will about, you know, Key and Peel and the skits that they did. But they did a lot of funny shit. They did a Power Ranger skit you just reminded me about where the guy was dressed in green and they called him Black Falcon because he was black. <laughs> and then he left and they're like, Black Falcon, Black Falcon. Oh, shit. And then they tried to call him by green and he was gone. He's They could not make the, uh, you know, their Voltron, right? Because it's like Black Adam or Black Panther. There you go. But if you had, you know, White Deadpool, it'd be like, oh, shit, can't make that movie. White Pool. White Pool. You know, you can't, you can't do it. Bro, you got to get that you know? pool fixed, bro. That pool is white. You know, if they if they followed Black Panther with White Cougar, right, and that was a Marvel movie, it would 
nobody would go see it. I yes. saw the sequel, Pink Panther. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Total 180. The old school one? <laughs> With the old guy? Or the animated? Oh, wait, Pink Panther lanky. came first, and then Black Panther's the sequel. Mm. I'm not sure those IP are related. No, bro, I saw Steve Martin became black and was Wakanda forever. He did blackface? That's right. <laughs> Steve Martin, Blackface, Black Panther, coming to a theater near you, 2022. So it's a profit deal, huh? <laughs> Long story short, go support your local dispensary and black market dealers. Yeah, and look. <laughs> we need Thanos. I, I can tell you for sure there's there's a lot of good people that work for some of the bigger cannabis companies, too. Um, one, of, one of my friends is an extractor for... Um, uh, let's just say like a big big company in South Florida and they're actually like a big presence out of Chicago um, a subsidiary of Cresco that's as far deep as I can go but this dude makes some of the most incredible oil that's ever been dabbed in the China. country we'd know so um, you know China just leave the industry alone let states figure out how they want to tax that leave shit leave the and weed Alone. That's the thing is like if the gut, but the, then again, they'd, ha they'd have nothing to do if they weren't trying to fucking control everything. So go fucking figure. So, yeah, I, I think we all kind of feel like that. That herb law is bullshit. I think it's a distraction. Power grab. I don't like it. And I'm not for it. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. So Sp speaking of just a quick thing, I downloaded MLB The Show 2022. I was playing it and I made a career character and I Brandon K, because they don't have my last name in it. And one of the characters, I'm sure it happens with other names, but it's funny because one of the MP, like one of the crowd sounds is, let's go, Brandon. Bro, and, and this is, but it's that tone. It's the same tone that you normally hear it shouted in, but I guess that's all cheers. But it's just, I haven't tested with other names yet. It's just funny that they made that sound effect. That's well, awesome. once, once they get wind of this podcast, they're going to. Release a hot pat, uh, hot fix for that, and they're gonna patch that. Uh, dude, shit. I was playing. It was like, "Let's go, Brand." Not the whole crowd. It's like it's an isolated voice in the uh, the background. You gotta voice. document that before it gets. I took a screen fixed. clip. Okay. I took a screen clip. Good. Nice. Good. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll have to. So we playing baseball games. I'm so boring. <laughs> we we save the latter part of the show to kind of talk about stuff that's um, a little kooky and off the rails, and one of the things that we think is really bizarre is the Denver airport. The The Denver airport is really fucking creepy. Um, be dank. Did you want to jump in on uh, the Denver airport? I'm very curious to hear about the Denver airport. Yeah, let's do Denver airport and we can circle back to uh, oh, music wait. after. No, You're we right. can do it after. No, see, that's the thing about, about that middle part of the show, right? Is because we hit a whole bunch, like, we have three of those crafty vaporizers here. We didn't just, like, have a little bowl, like a little aspartif. Like, we had, a, not, we had a main fucking course, all right? This is not so, amateur time. It was a multi-course session. My brain is fucking Swiss cheese right now, so... Um, I believe the question is we wanted to kind of go into um, like a like what's the staff pick, right? So what we want to know, like what album or what <clears throat> what songs or artists are you listening to right now to kind of get you through? Like music is definitely one of those things that helps you get through tough times. And the world is so fucking bizarre right now that, you know, even if things are good, it's still like when you look out the window, sometimes you're like, oh, what the fuck? So what, what albums, what artists are uh, getting you through right now? 
Yeah, I can kick it off. I mean, there's a, you know, at the end of the speculation, you know, session, um, you know, we'll try to do a little picks and, and this podcast we're we're jumping into to music and songs. Like, like Joey said, um, for me, uh, I'm a sucker for, you know, strong female vocal leads. Um, that was a great gesture there, by the way. I said you're a sucker. Yeah. Um, so one one of the songs that I like is uh, it's called Nightmare by Metalite. Um, they've had a couple different female um, lead singers, but that specific song, um, I, something just just gets me about it. I mean, you could say it's cookie cutter. You know, it's you know got a similar beat to a lot of yeah. Other you're songs, a fan of the uh, the, uh, the the female lead singers, female power power metal vocals. I mean, they're right that um that gets me going. So that's where I'm at. Metalite Nightmare. Um, that's kind of where I start my mix on YouTube when I'm working and it rolls into Helium Prime and, you know, we go from there. So I'll pass it off. Now is Nightmare about like a bad dream or like a horse that lives at night? A nightmare. A nightmare. Ah, okay. Oh, neither. All right, is it a nightmare or is it a nightmare? Nightmare. Like, nightmare. So like a nightmare, like a horse. No, it's, uh, um, here's what I'm going to say. Listen to the fucking song and figure it out for yourself. <gasps> no. Oh, I, siren sound effect. I like <laughs> all. I like all of my information <laughs> fact checked, and and chopped up into little pieces with no fact. crust for me. So I, I like introduce my sound with no crusts. <laughs> You'll have to send me five second snippets of it so I could have it approved by the uh, Twitter board. Shannon, what are you listening to? I, you know what I'm listening. Same stuff you're listening to usually. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Marley, a lot of Bob Marley recently. Just kind of uplifting the spirits and uh, chasing out the demons. Uh, you know, life's a roller coaster, and that stuff usually picks me up. Um, I'm also a real big fan of Triumph. Uh, recent, well, not recently, but recently re uh, rehashed my Triumph uh, love. Uh, so some some heavy power metal, something triumphant, uh, no pun intended with the <laughs> triumphant <laughs> band, but anything that's uh, uplifting and 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 like I'm about to slay something. I went to Triumph Motorcycles for some reason. Oh, nice Triumph Motorcycles. Don't get a motorcycle. I I want you to be alive. <laughs> oh, no, no. My dad had a joke because he worked in the funeral industry. He said. <laughs> The difference between a closed casket funeral and an open oh, casket funeral is wearing your helmet. And we'll see you next week, friends. Hey, <laughs> thanks for coming, folks. I'll be here this week. The mortician jokes always get you. Yeah, I grew up with a dad who was in the funeral industry. You get a little morbid. Brandon, what are you listening to? I'm listening to a, I don't know, I've been grooving on this band called Marvin. It's like Marvin with a B. And I don't know, I found them on a, a YouTube and like an Israeli jazz rock band. We listened to them one time when we were yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not too long ago. No, I've just been going through their, their stuff. stuff. It's They have a lot of good songs. It's just sax, guitar, drum, bass. I like sax. <laughs> I like sax. Oh, no, and I was listening to like a 90s, I don't know, it was probably like, not rave music. What are the Chemical Brothers? Uh, It's like... Uh, Acid techno. techno, yeah, it's like acid techno, electronic dance music. I don't know that. I don't know. I came on in the playlist and just the, I don't know, just the beat. Excuse me, people say EDM nowadays. Well, it's oh. not EDM. It isn't. It's electronic and it's dance music. Yeah. 
Yeah, but EDM is like the big umbrella that all the subgenres like fall under. I guess. Because then there's house, there's techno, there's house techno, there's hard techno, there's hardcore techno, there's Rotterdam techno. Which is just like fucking the German guy screaming over. <laughs> I think it's considered techno, Chemical Brothers. Yeah, yeah. The only thing Rotterdam you need to know is related to StarCraft 2. He's a great announcer, great StarCraft 2 player. Um, again, I know nothing. This is about B Starcraft. Frank here derailing the conversation. Coming to you live. Brought to you by Depends. Music lately, so I, I've. Dug up my old Trojan Records stuff. Oh, yes. What are you listening to, Joey? Trojan Records is an old Jamaican record label that had a lot of the old 50s and 60s ska, like um, the Paragons, Phyllis Dillon, um, Alton Ellis, so um, the Melodians, a lot of like, like when you hear like songs like A Message to You, Rudy, by like the uh, Two Tones, I think they are, like uh, or the Specials. Um, and like a lot of like the new school reggae and, and shit like that. A lot of those songs are actually covers from these old school bands and Trojan records. A lot of like the inspiration for their music was like doing covers of American radio. So there's like some sick covers of like old classic rock and doo-wop songs that these ska and reggae artists are doing. And um, there's something about the recording quality, like the 50s and 60s, that's just like kind of haunting. And, uh, you know, they were using really, really shitty equipment. And it's uh, it's crazy how pure it sounds when you like because like I love power metal and a lot of the stuff, even like Marley. It's, it's just it's it's produced so perfectly. Right. That mm-hmm. there's like something so um, cool Wrong. about hearing something that's off and. For something for for people who want to look at something that's really like kind of off the wall, Gary Wilson. Um, yeah, I love that dude. I've been listening to more of his music, and uh, if you have a little bit of Dennis Reynolds inside of you, or if you've ever thought of like wearing someone else's skin as a suit, Gary Wilson that's not what is I said, the, yeah, too. the perfect. <laughs> I didn't know that was going the there. Perfect music for that. <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's cool to listen to some older music because you think, damn, they did that with that, like they did all that with. That like piece of shit recording thing, like Makes you well, Gary Wilson. Skin. Gary Wilson's music's recorded well. Um, he's just an eccentric weirdo artist. Oh no, like, you just I forgot Gary Wilson was, and it went in a totally different direction than I was expecting. Well, if, yeah. Frank Reynolds. If there's a song to start with, it's Frank's called uh, "Gary Saw Linda Last Night," and it's one. about this dude who is obsessing over this woman he's stalking, and the woman he's stalking made out with this guy Frank Roma, who is his friend, and. This is a suspiciously specific song. It sounds like through the discourse of the song and like the lyrics and like just the the song itself, it goes from like this really cool 70s psychedelic like funk jazz, but with this weird vocal over it. And then it goes like off the rails into just like chaotic noise to kind of symbolize, I think, like a murder or like going off the rails and like snapping and killing people. The sound starts warping. It's really fucking like, it's going on a ride. It's one of those things where if like, you're not a strong constitution, it might fuck your brain up a little bit, but it's a a fucking cool thing to listen to. It grows on you, I promise. When was that in the 50s? Mind me not to wear my skin around you guys. Gary Wilson's like, this was like in 2000s. Okay, so he's not the OG Old. No, the, no, no, no. But he's a weird. He's an old man. He started no, in the seventies. He's no Wesley Willis. He started in the seventies. He's like a virtuoso musician. So it's one of those things where he's an outsider artist that makes weird music, but he's like really, really talented. 
Um, it's not like Wesley Willis where it's like awful, um, but funny. <laughs> schizophrenic, but in a different way. It's not schizophrenic. It's it's so well thought out, and it's so like like it's like a serial killer isn't schizophrenic. It's just like this well thought out methodical weirdness. So um, not every schizophrenic can, is a serial killer, but every, every serial killer controlled chaos, like orchestrated fucking insanity. It's so good. Um, it, but you, again, like it's it's an acquired taste, kind of like the cardiacs or yeah. mindless self indulgence, things it. like that. So I think we're ready to jump into the Denver airport. I know I spilled the beans a little bit earlier, so wow, surprise, spoiler alert. Um, I did want to jump in and say one of the things that is uh, not well known about Trojan Records is with every vinyl purchase, you get a 12-pack of Trojan bearskin condoms. Oh, the bearskins? Bearskin condoms. Feel like nothing's there. By the way, we're looking for sponsors. Trojan, reach out to us. Trojan, please send us. Fine print. And the, and the best right thing here. is... And Denver Airport. The, the best thing about the Trojan, you know, bearskin condoms is that, like, there's too many black bears up north, and it's really great they're doing something about them and repurposing them as penis sheaths to make sure that we don't make more of, um, you know, arguably the worst STD, which is children. So let's jump into the Denver airport, which has murals of children um, getting accosted by Nazi stormtroopers. Uh, the Denver airport's really weird and creepy. There's a bunch of weird facts and figures about it. Um, I don't know what you guys know about the Denver airport or what um, research you've done in preparation for this discussion. It right. has teepees. Well, I'm on airportvanrental.com, and for some reason they have a whole page about the Denver airport. <laughs> I need to hear about this because I, I thought you were going to say there's a whole page about babies. The Freemasons, a or, secret society that has existed for centuries, I'm reading this, has controlled the airport since its opening with ties to the New World Order, which is a group of elite people from around the globe who supposedly control international affairs. At the south, at the south entrance of Denver International Airport, there is a dedication plaque dated March nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. Plaque is engraved with the Masonic symbol of a compass with a capital G inside. Underneath that symbol, the New World Airport Commission is given credit for helping build the airport. So yes, please. So tunnels. So oh, there's there the tunnels. That's here too. Oh, we're getting to the tunnels, girl. So. Let's let's start with with number one thing. So you're coming into Denver. You're flying. And, oh, blue and wheels you see down. A giant blue horse that is looks demonic. I, you know, like got red glowing eyes. It has red glowing eyes for the Denver Broncos, but I don't know why they gave it red eyes. I have a tough time believing that because the Broncos logo is like a gray horse. I mean, their main color is a navy blue. I mean, I if get you're gonna, that, but the horse is white. Hey, don't don't look at don't don't race shame the horse. Okay? So I have the it horse. Didn't choose its color. I have the horse up here for the people to see. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, you, you should be able to check this out. So I mean, it was made by an artist named Louis Jimenez, and he has other. Um, he has other art that's in other places around the country, but. Uh, it's a little fucking weird, you know. Yeah, you come you, in and off a plane, and why do you give the horse balls? I mean, there's a giant, giant fucking horse, and I'm sorry about the ad that keeps popping up on the side. Um, what culture is fucking awful? Um, except for Simon Miller. Simon Miller, we love you. You're fucking great. But you know, 
What do you guys think of Lucifer? What do you think that that's about? Do you think that has anything to? I don't I even mean, know I, what to make of it. I want to get into that, but I want to address what what BK said just a moment ago. As he mentioned that why balls, right? Does the actual blue horse have balls? Why? The glowing red eyes. Why does the blue horse have blue balls? Okay, here's the thing: the Wall Street bull has balls as well, so it's anatomically correct. Furries. Okay, so it back is to weird. the red eyes. I don't know why the red eyes. Sweet. It is demonic. AF. It shows here that the uh, the horse actually killed the guy who built it. It fell on him in 2006. A large section fell off and killed him while he was constructing it, severing an artery in the process. Holy sweet shit. What so the He never fuck? even actually saw it finished. It's 9,000 pounds and 32 feet of fiberglass. I'm going to say the red eyes are going to be... <coughs> For the airplanes <coughs> not to hit it, just like the Washington Monument. Or it's any, not that or any tall. High tower. It's not like a hundred feet tall. It's off the airport exit. It's like maybe thirty feet. Oh, well then, that picture is very. Um, yeah, that definitely misleading. It misleading. looks like it's two hundred fifty feet tall. No, it's, it's yeah. According to OutThereColorado.com, why is the horse in Denver blue? I, you know, this is just what they're saying. The inspiration for this coloring comes from a legend floating around Colorado's vast, rugged San Luis Valley. People here used to talk of a power stallion that was a leader amongst Mustangs, always capable of finding water and grass for the herd. This Mustang also happened to have a blue coat with red eyes and at times was said to be capable of flight. Fitting for an air... Okay, this is bullshit. So it's a fucking Pegasus and a horse? So, yeah, apparently it's about a horse. It's a peg of horse. It's peg of horse. horse. Yeah. Well, it's got balls. So that's creepy. Let's just, let's just chalk up the horse to horse, creepy. creepy horse. Creepy fucking well, horse. Inside, inside, there's two murals. They also called Satan Stallion. There's close that browser tab. Can't. BK. Too much information out there. Close it. You're on Reddit. No, nah, I was on out there Colorado. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. There's two huge doomsday murals that are painted inside mm -hmm. by an artist named Leo Taguma. And one is called the world dream of peace in peace and harmony with nature, which is the same quote that is on the Georgia Guidestones, which outlines the depopulation of the earth, which is like the Illuminati. Like it's kind of like their their mission statement that they put onto like a Stonehenge in 12 languages or 13 languages um, in Georgia. And this so, is the in peace and harmony with nature one you're talking about. Correct. Okay. So the Georgia Guidestone super creepy. And if you look at this mural, you see a bunch of weeping people and then like a crazy Nazi stormtrooper with a gas mask and a scimitar killing a dove with the scimitar while there's like children sleeping in rubble. Is that a jaguar they're feasting on or? Do I have a different picture then? You're probably looking at the other mural. Oh, that's the other one. So that's the other mural that's in th there. There's two doomsday murals in there. The, the in peace and harmony I've, with nature. So I've been to the then, Denver airport and it's funny cause they have like materials up at the airport that even makes fun of like pokes fun at the ideas where it's like, they have a lizard person on there and it's like, excuse us while we're like reconstructing and all the S's are pulled out. Like, it's pretty interesting. 
I didn't mean to interrupt. Continue your, your synopsis because it was definitely uh, enlightening. So if you go to um, what culture, if you just type in what culture, things that prove Denver Airport is the Illuminati, it'll pull it up for you, and it's the second uh, page when you click in, um, and you'll see that it's like a Nazi. It's like a crazy Nazi stormtrooper thing. It's fucking crazy. So... <laughs> Cost the taxpayers a hundred thousand dollars. Of does. of all of the things that you could put in the wall of your airport, um, why this? Because it looks badass. Oh no! no I, Kid it, suffering it, does not look badass to me. He's wearing a Mario cap. He's wearing a Mario. <laughs> Whoa! The stormtrooper, the Nazi stormtrooper. Is it Waluigi? Did he finally get his own game? Uh, it's it's uh, Weed Luigi. He's all green. Weed Luigi. The left side. Is of the he mural green in your photo as is well? He's holding a dead baby. He's got an AK and a sword and a scimitar. Yep. Okay. Um, it's pretty fucking insane. There's a dove and a rainbow, right? Or are we looking at the same thing? That's it. There's a line of. There's also a. Oh, go ahead. There's a line of what looks to be mothers carrying. Dead babies, like yes. the line goes around. They're all weeping. It's, it also has a poem on it from a Holocaust victim. Mama Herkenberg. Oh, in the bottom left? Died in Auschwitz, it says. Yeah. In the bottom left is the poem. What, what does the poem say? It says, I, was, I once was a little child who longed for other worlds, but I'm no more a child for I have known fear. I've learned to hate how tragic then is youth, which lives with enemies with gallow ropes. Yet I, I still believe I only sleep today that I'll wake up a child again and start to laugh and play. That's pretty creepy. What? It was written by a, a girl in a concentration camp. The fuck? I wouldn't recommend it. There's also that piece of paper. Auschwitz, don't recommend. There's also the piece of paper in the bottom right. One out of There's got to be some synopsis as to what. Is, is set on that piece of paper. Oh, the bottom no, right. down the bottom left, I don't know what that says. The bottom right's the poem. Oh, the bottom right's poem. Yeah, bottom left. Oh, that might be just the artist signature or something down there. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It says, I, McGill Santez, am a total piece of... Sh- oh, yeah, okay, that's what... I don't know. That's cut all off, fake fake off. news coming out of B. Frank's mouth. Don't listen to me. Is that two towers broken down in the picture? Oh, it looks like one's broken down and burning, another it's one's burning. Four. Hell yeah. Yep. I will say, I'm looking at this other image, the one with all the kids. They are standing on top of the dead Nazi. So they're meant to be consumed. They are side by side. So is it meant to be consumed? But it's also got a bunch of together. Co- but it's also got a bunch of countries' flags. It's got it's a, United Nations members. It's probably a pro-globalism of war, violence, hate is what it says on the bottom right, in that in the little statue. It's uh, the the pedestal there. It's got a globalist feel to it, like the New World Order. Like, cause you got to think about this too. Like, the New World Order thinks they're the good guys. It's like it's like uh, Star Wars. Darth Vader doesn't think he's in the wrong. They think they're doing the, the righteous and noble thing. You know, I don't know. Well, actually, How, they are doing the righteous know. and noble. Yeah. Thing. Oh, if we want to bring they're Star Wars into the, the mix, bro. Joking. Is that a? I don't know anything about Star Wars. Is I'm that a Chinese there. eagle wrapped in the Israeli flag? No, they're being... swords. They're swords wrapped in different flags from different countries being right. delivered. Look at it. You got the you got the UK flag, right? You got the 
Star of David, Israel, right? They're all they're all swords or some sort of um, handheld weapon wrapped in different blankets, which are flags of different countries. Kind of funny because they're me, being delivered by children to the center of this mural, and they're all descending on top of this dead night Nazi who's gray now it's almost and, like, and there's a beautiful rainbow above all of them so it's very it's very uplifting uplifting mural kind of interesting you could kind of see like you know if you were to ask for out there uh, interpretations it's like the world's taking all the stuff from Nazi from Ger- Nazi Germany like they're taking all their secrets and things for themselves oh so are they taking or they're delivering I always no, thought no, no, they're, they're like bringing well, well, he's weapons. Dead into, on the ground, it looks like. I thought they were bringing weapons to you know. There's two doves. Where the fuck are the doves? Generally symbolize peace, but. And a partridge in a right. pear tree. Partridge in a pear tree. So all the, right, we the, talked about bronco. Murals, we talked about murals. The murals are a little weird. Um, definitely not something that I would think to have in my airport. No, not airport. There's gargoyles coming out of suitcases by the baggage claim. Yep. There's also little things on the floor that look like biological weapons. Yep. Um, the shape of the, if you look at like the topography of the airport itself, it is shaped like a swastika. Um, you know, there's there's a myriad of things. You know, I know B. Dank wanted to jump in. Yeah, and- before we get to the tunnels, I, I wanted to... to- Put a put a put a bow on the mural, right? If you look at the graphic of the rainbow, right? The one with all the children and the dead Nazi at the bottom. Look at the far right of the rainbow. You see how it kind of tightens up, it comes together. And then look at the far left of the one with the um Nazi upright with the AK and the scimitar. It almost seems that they could be connected in a way mm-hmm. where the rainbow starts to taper and come together and like then come up and then it connects. So it's it's two halves of one story where it's, hey, we're we're rallying as multiple nations to defend ourselves and and, you know, rise against a common uh, oppressor. But then we just get fucked. And then we all die. And that's never a good thing. <laughs> that is never a good thing. And and then, and, and, and while time. we're moving on, I agree. I would not want that in my uh in my airport. I mean, just do some abstract painting of fucking triangles and squares and circles and let people interpret it for themselves. Don't put a fucking Nazi killing women and children, oh. you know? Like, on, like the, uh, on that on that plaque with the Masonic symbol, it also says Time capsule beneath this stone contains messages and memorabilia to the people of Colorado in 2094. That's like that time capsule in that mansion. Yeah, yeah. the We're Everest fucking. mansion or Evergreen mansion. The glass mirror looking crazy thing. That was insane. I wonder if it's they're the like... The date of the airport's dedication. I didn't mean to interrupt. But does it, uh, uh, do does it say if that time capsule should be opened by a certain date? 2094. It says it should be... Oh. So we should see what that date on those other ones. When was it planted? I was going to say 94. The, the so date of the air and listen to this. The date of the airport's dedication is March 19th, 1994. If you add those numbers together in date format, you get 191994. You get 33, the highest level one can achieve in Freemasonry. 
They love their symbolism and their numbers. I mean, could that be but, a stretch? Or, yeah, I mean, it has I mean, the Masonic symbol. If you leave so. off March, so it's like if you take the date, but you leave off March. You have to re- it, remember okay, these people the are days. obsessed with numerology obsessed. and astrology. I know obsessed with it, but no, but seriously, like they're obsessed with numerology. Um, Donut Factory is a great YouTube channel where he shows you that the numerology, if it's a coincidence, then there's way more coincidences than what we're understanding possible. Um, They're really big on certain numbers because like code. Exactly. They like to talk in code to each other and that this is kind of like the way they do it. And there's also a ritualistic side to it. When you look into um, the Gematria and... uh, Oh, what happens when you add 29 and 4? 33. You're a Freemason. Illuminati confirmed. Um, 2094 was the date on the... I could be so lucky. I know we want to go underground, but I do want to ask... Is there any relevance as to the number of points on the little TPs that cover? How many uh, TPs the, are there? I don't have that answer. I don't know if that was something I'm that not was privy discovered. to the TPs. Okay, we're going underground tunnels. Let's do it. Let's go UG. That that to me is the creepiest thing. They say there's a bunch of underground tunnels that are unused, and there's no access to them. And there's another point of entry. There was actually a famous video where a dude is waiting outside and a bunch of big trucks are going inside of this like rock face. And there's a big, like super thick steel door and they can't talk about what they're bringing in there and what they're delivering, but they drive into this rock face and it supposedly goes into some subterranean, uh, you know, tunnels. Um, One of the things that, the organizations that are rescuing uh, children from uh, basically being Shanghai and shit, what they're finding is um, these networks are using these tunnel systems that it makes it very easy for them to to kind of sh- shuffle these people around to, to for human trafficking, for trafficking, you know, the adrenochrome. Like who knows what they're they're fucking doing? You know, again, like allegedly we're fucking crazy people on a podcast mm. talking shit um you know but uh the the tunnels are really kind of concerning because if you think about like every every business and everything wants to utilize space and like if there's a structural reason blah 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 blah, blah like there's so many excuses you could give but knowing that the elite like most likely have a hand in that airport more than others and that there's also other installations in Colorado mm-hmm. where the elite have like seed bunkers and stuff like that um you know those tunnels are just really concerning it's uh it's one of those things like who knows if we'll ever find out anything or you know like area 51's been a speculative mystery for its entire existence like there's not going to be an answer on this show if anyone's sitting there thinking we're going to like if you think we have the documents alex jones is down the hallway to the left and uh, knock a few times because he's having a, a bad time but a bad you know like that's one of the things when i think about the tunnels is like you know are they using this to like traffic weird substances children um you know adult like like what what the fuck could they be using those tunnels for? Um, there's no way they're not utilizing the space unless there's, again, like a structural issue. And, you know, that knowledge that there's other 
you know, DUMS systems. DUMS is like a acronym and, and, for yeah. underground tunnels. Like, what what the fuck do you guys think's going on? Down well, the, there? I mean, I was reading earlier that um, apparently the amount of uh, mass, like earth mass, that was moved to make room for the airport doesn't add up to the amount of space that the airport takes up. So it's like, forgot the amount of, of dirt that was moved, but like the amount of space that was cleared and the amount of dirt that was built. Because around the, um, the area where the airport was built, so actually like a flat plain. And after they oh, built yeah. it, there's a bunch of hills around it. You can kind of use some calculations to see how much volume those hills take up compared to, you know, imagery from before the hills were made. And it's like, they say that the amount of earth that was moved was way more than the airport takes up. Like if you were just putting an airport on the ground, they built like four times the amount. They moved four times the amount of space they needed. Unless, you know, you could say, oh, maybe they were planning for another expansion or a new gate or this and that. But who knows? I don't, do you know anything about the tunnels? Not about the tunnels. I mean, I, I've, I've been to the airport many times. And the only thing that I have to say that's eerie about the airport that I found is you have to go 30 minutes from the airport to get anywhere. Every other airport I've been to, and granted, I'm not that well-traveled, you know, but you go down to Fort Lauderdale, you go to New York, you go to any other airport, you're you're right around everything. You know, you're right there. You you go five minutes, there's a hotel. You go to Denver International Airport. Nothing nearby. You got you to gotta get an Uber 30 minutes. You go eat, there's nothing east. It's farmland. You got to go west to find a city. You, you got to drive through Aurora. To, I'd be curious to, to find so out who this, owns the land around it. Real I mean, Den real estate prop records are BlackRock. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Black yeah I mean, I mean, it it could even be uh, you know it, the indigenous CCK. people that that they have it you know sold out or loaned to, or it could be reservation. I mean, I I don't know, but I I have two there's sides. There's nothing yeah. around it. There's two sides in my brain. It's the it's the I want to I want to believe part, and then it's like, you know, trying to also think of the simplest explanation is like it gets fucking cold in Denver when it snows. It'd be nice to have an underground access to around the facilities, but you don't need to make that big of stuff. Yeah, you wouldn't need four times the yeah, capacity. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. Yeah, like you know, it's, I I could get like, hey, let's build some underground tunnels for the winter when planes are landing, so our people aren't out in the cold. But I doubt they thought that far ahead. I, I've been to a lot of airports. They're usually lot, outside all the time. A lot more airports than I've ever wanted to be in, but I've been to a lot, and I've been to a lot in other countries too. I've I've not seen. I've seen like you know propaganda of like go to this place that's here and yeah. shit like that, but I've never seen artwork or anything that like was as jarring as anything at the Denver airport. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see a lot of Freemasonry stuff. Like maybe at a couple, there might've been like a plaque and stuff because like with the Freemasons, it's like, if you think everybody that's a Freemason is like an Illuminati person, you're crazy. Like um, there's a lot of people who get into that, not knowing like what is up there at the top. They get Just like, like yeah, the lower ranks. They get in there ranks. like that's a frat. It's like, oh, we're going to the lodge yeah. and drink with the boys. Or people that work for Disney. There's people that work at Disney parks that have no idea about the pedophilia mm -hmm. weird shit that they're into. So it's like, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's not everybody in the organization. And um, it makes me wonder if maybe the people that had a hand in creating the place just wanted to kind of like leave their weird Illuminati mark. Or 
you know, they wanted to call, maybe they wanted to call attention to it. If you think about it, it's in, it's it's landlocked. It's in the middle of the country. Elevated. Um, it's elevated. If you think about it, mile high. You know, fallout, the vaults, and having like the vault tech systems, and being able to have as much room underground to like, if the elites needed to bounce somewhere and live underground because, let's say. The people want to kill them That's for fucking them thinking. over. I was thinking. And they need like a bug out. Like it's like imagine like a normal person's fallout shelter in their home, right? Little bunker, but it's enough room for their family to be. Imagine if it's like two hundred families and they're the workers and the people who are gonna be serving the food and taking care of these families, like servants and stuff, like you would need enough room to have like basically an underground city, which our underground railroad has uncovered places where there are literal underground cities where they traffic children, albeit not like set up with like fucking McDonald's and like restaurants and stuff, but no Chick-fil-A in my underground city. What if they're, but what if they are setting up like a, a bug out place? Cause you know, if July 15, 2021, there was a rare power outage at the airport. Interesting. Like Dinesh D'Souza just released that. One five. That doesn't mean anything. Dinesh just released the 2000 Mules movie. Yep. And I wonder, like, you know, if if people ever get brought to justice for the irregularities of the 2020 election, we'll leave it at that. Like, you know, um, if if that ever becomes a thing where, where those people are held accountable, um, that might be a nice place to run off to to try to fucking... So maybe they do have, like, yeah. a bug-out place to where they can... Uh, and maybe that power outage was, you know, white hat military going in there and like fucking fuck. Like there's so much. Yeah. That's why this is, is speculation and we want to like talk shit. Like none of us are experts in this. Like we're not we're not going to sit here like I'm Jesse Ventura and, and, and go through that shit. Like, you know, we're people that are just pissed off about the, the normal state of affairs that kind of keeps us all down. I just want to power slam the man. <laughs> yeah. Super I, kick party. Yeah, I, I think back to, I, I did a little more research while we were t chatting and uh, about the tents, um, I, maybe I was speculating a little too much, but I think the intent was to, to mimic the snow-capped mountains that, that oh. are on the, the western side of, of Denver and Colorado because it is beautiful out there. They got, the, the foothills are beautiful, the flat irons, great red rocks. It's a amazing, great place to amazing, live out the apocalypse. Naturally occurring amphitheater, you know. Got mountains, um, you know, great, great, uh, great country out there. But you know, if you want to live underground and like a, uh, you know, political cockroach, then uh, might it might be good go. for it. Might it might be good for that as well. I think at the end of the day, I just want to live in a world where I'm not worried if the, the airport's evil or <laughs> if, <laughs> if if the show that my ch child's watching was made by a guy that like uh, is fucking wearing a baby as a fucking thong uh, like you know what i mean <laughs> like thong I, baby I, I wish that we could get to a point where maybe we don't all have the same tastes or agree on you know everything but i wish we can get back to a base you know base like some sort of baseline morality to where you know, everyone could abide by it. I know there's always going to be evil in the world and stuff. And, you know, it's a, it's a pipe dream and everything, but it's so crazy. The shit that we have to even speculate on, like, just think like there's, there's the stress of having to provide for yourself and take care of your family, pay your bills, um, you know, 
do things above board. And then you have the stress of all this, like an impending World War III because of potatoes and Russia and Ukraine, China, and all this other bullshit, like um, the adrenochrome weirdness. We don't know if our votes actually count or if they're manipulated. Like there's so much other bullshit that we have to contend with as fucking people living in this world. It'd be nice if we could just like fucking get a break from all this shit and you know fucking meet in the middle with more shit and like it sucks being at war with your neighbor and fucking like feeling like everyone's the enemy and it's like people have put themselves in a position where that's become true like you feel that way i feel that way everyone's your enemy no like but like people who people who hold certain values are right like there's like there's certain things like we had one friend who was a friend and like I still love and care for the guy as a person, but he thought the right response for COVID was to round people up with the military and inject them with fucking needles against their will. Yeah. I can't look at that person as anything else other than like someone that's like an enemy to 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 what I'm about. Like I'm I'm about freedom. Like that so if you hold a belief like that and that's really how you feel, I can't fuck with you. I can't fuck with you. I was you. just asking, you know. Well, it's you said everybody at first, and I was like, well. Yeah, and, it, and again, I talk in sweeping generalities because I'm a <laughs> retard. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's how I, how I roll. Like, you know, you guys are, like, looking and digging for, like, information. I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, I'm going to leave a fucking pretty corpse. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fucking no one's going to escape that, but it's it's, you know it's become to where a lot of people it's not political it's right or wrong you know the the covid response people who want to impose their fear on other people it's wrong like and i can't pretend it's a political issue when it's literally like no you're you're fucking being crazy and when you see how they like like the left jubilates when somebody who's anti-vax dies mm. They jubilate in it instead instead of being like, like, I don't get I'm not fucking happy when I hear about a liberal having a fucking heart attack or mitocarditis Mm. or a side effect. I feel horrible that people are dying because they got misled by a fucking big pharmaceutical company and Trump and fucking Biden and all these people. Because, again, Trump Operation Warp Speed, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Like if you if you were coming here for just like people who are obsessed with Donald Trump, it's this is not it. Like, you know, we hold everybody to to whatever our fucking personal standard is, and all of us have different benchmarks. Like, I think if there's one thing to take away from what we're trying to do here with Freshly Based is that being part of a monolith is not fucking healthy, and as long as there's some like. I think everyone at this table has a baseline morality to where we kind of have a very similar idea of what's right and wrong. And that's, that's, you know, that's fine. But like, we don't agree about every single thing. We're not a monolith and be a very fucking boring podcast if it was. Well, and if you think about it, that's what the internet's become is these monoliths of people who only think the same way. And it's like, you know, but we have to, the 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 hippy dippy idea of there's no right and wrong we have to we have to get away from that mm-hmm. and we have to understand Agreed. that certain things are not good like Agreed. sexualizing children is not, not good. good it's okay to call things out as wrong 
They are. Yes. E- exactly. And, and politicizing them as a left or right issue. How about when we just go... When you're too worried about offending somebody for saying what they're doing is wrong versus, like, what you're fucking doing is wrong. Like... You know, tolerating shouldn't come at your own detriment and at the detriment of society. You know, uh, like, that's that's the thing is, is we've went from tolerance to to letting shit just completely change the fabric of our reality to where you know kids at an alarming rate are identifying as you know a a gender gender fluid you know like i grew up in america with other kids and there was no kids that wanted to chop off their fucking genitals when i was a kid that's because they weren't getting shit shoved down their fucking throat you know, and again, like fucking, that's where it's like. Unless you went to Catholic school. Is it okay to be trans? I, you know, hey. sure. Of course. Why not? Why not? You know, but like it, it's. Yeah, that's. That, the indoctrination that's... and like, so like, I wish we could just get to like a nice baseline as a fucking society. You have to like be afraid of the fucking, the stance you take or people retaliate against you. Like, fucking, my career was fucking hurt because people, because of things I've said, because they took them as a political thing, not as a right or wrong thing. Like, my stance on vaccines, like, if you want to say, like, I'm a Trump supporter, Trump supported the vaccine. He rolled out Operation Warp Speed. So it's like, the fuck are you, you know what I mean? Like, but people want to make it like, oh, that's the Republican. So it's like, no, man, I'm a person and I have fucking thoughts. And I really wish we can get back to that instead of just like, I'm on team Edward and I'm on team like werewolf and vampire, like how it used to be. But <laughs> werewolf and vampire. I really hope we can get away from the monoliths and fucking, you know, just embrace the individual again. I know it's a long diatribe. We're getting tired. That was not on the showrunner. We, uh, that's a part of the rabbit hole. We got big y'all are subjected to big DF. Hundy P. There's we got, definitely uh there's definitely a Colorado Air and Spaceport that's about three or four miles away from Denver International Airport. So ooh. maybe there's a long running tunnel there from, you know, interstellar travel, uh, you know, dimensional the portals. Tunnels. Let's find out what the Stargate. Dragon Man thinks about all if this. If you were to build a Stargate portal. I'd probably build it in Colorado. Where in Colorado? It's the I'd middle do of the it country. In Colorado, right? underground. Yep. Where is the CERN Hydron Collider? I don't know the words you just said. Switzerland. Uh, they're they're opening like dimensional <laughs> rifts in Switzerland. That thing's crazy. We'll talk about that next time, though. Yeah. Everybody, I'm I'm so glad that you spent some time with us. Um, hearing us talk about crazy shit. Thank you for putting up with our madness. If you want to support what we're doing, please go to www.freshlybase.com. And again, we have that uh, promo code. It's fresh forever. The number four. It's the number four. Fresh forever. 15. The, le- the letter four. And that's going to be 15% off of whatever you want on the fucking store. So, so get it. Buy gear, support us, and again, support other great content creators like Salty Cracker, Brad and Lex, Flodzilla, Nick the Actor, Liberal Hive Mind, um, Memeology. There's so many, and you know we're not we're not like sponsored or anything. No one's paying us to say this. I just think that supporting independent content is really fucking important because that's what we are, and everyone yep. starts fucking somewhere. So. Stay fresh, stay based. Howdy's.
So that's it, folks. We'll talk to you next time. Deuces. Peace.